Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Friday, June 21. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And it is Friday. It's the end of the week. It's the near the end of this series, Shepherd's Raw, Promises of Hope. Tomorrow we'll have a, a preacher in town. And uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And so let me uh, pray for today. Heavenly Father, bless today. Bless the passage of Scripture as we read it one more time. Uh, give us wisdom and insight as we explore it with you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are back where we started in the English Standard Version, the ESV, Amos chapter 9, subheading the destruction of Israel. I saw the Lord standing beside the altar, and he said, Strike the capitals until the thresholds shake, and shatter them on the heads of all the people. And those who are left of them I will kill with the sword. Not one of them shall flee away, not one of them shall escape. If they dig into Shoal, from there shall my hand take them. If they climb up into heaven, from there I will bring them down. If they hide themselves on the top of Carmel, from there I will search them out and take them. And if they hide from my sight at the bottom of the sea, there I will command the serpent and it shall bite them. And if they go into captivity before their enemies, there I will command the sword and it shall kill them. And I will fix my eyes upon them for evil and not for good. The Lord God of hosts, he who touches the earth and it melts, and all who dwell in it mourn, and all of it rises like the Nile and sinks again like the Nile of Egypt who builds his upper chambers in the heavens and founds his vault upon the earth, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out upon the surface of the earth. The Lord is his name. Are you not like the Cushites to me, O people of Israel, declares the Lord? Did I not bring up Israel from the land of Egypt and the Philistines from Kaphtor and the Syrians from Kir? Behold, the eyes of the Lord God are upon the sinful kingdom, and I will destroy it from the surface of the ground except that I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, declares the Lord. For behold, I will command and shake the house of Israel among all the nations, as one shakes with a sieve, but no pebble shall fall to the earth. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, who say, Disaster shall not overtake or meet us. Subheading the Restoration of Israel In that day I will raise up the booth of David that has fallen, and repair its breaches, and raise up its ruins, and rebuild it as in the days of old that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations who are called by my name, declares the Lord who does this. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes him who sows the seed. The mountains shall drip sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel and they shall rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine and they shall make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant them on their land, and they shall never again be uprooted out of the land that I have given them, says the Lord your God. Okay, our final question for today. How did Amos point to Jesus, and how does Jesus help us understand Amos and his message? What do you think about that? (laughs) Well, Nathan actually points this out today in the Daily Walk, and uh, what he does is he he reminds us that... uh, he says that James is the one who uh, will refer to in this particular text here in chapter 9, verse 11. And he points out that in 
chapter 9 11 says, In that day I will raise up the booth of David that has fallen, repair its breaches, and raise up its uh, its ruins. And refers to the fact that Jesus will come along, and Jesus is the one who is restoring Israel here. And so that's how he, he ties all of this text of Amos back into Jesus being the one who's restoring Israel for them. And it's the it's not the people will often argue, is it the spiritual Israel or the or the physical Israel? And so there is this huge debate that's taking place all the time about that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and some people actually, I mean, they've gone so far as to establish the the world federation of the Israelite World Federation, because they believe that the Tenless tribes are ancestors and uh, they kind of like want to restore. There's a movement to be able to do that. Because, What's the point of that? Well, because they believe that Israel should be physically restored, and when it's physically restored, this will be the prophecy will be fulfilled in this section here of this final the restoration of Israel. What does that mean? They have to figure out where the ten lost tribes are. Yeah, well, presumably they, those people they would believe be they are the uh, Anglo's. Well, that doesn't even make any sense. Oh, they have some pretty interesting stories. I'm sure they I've do. I've studied it. It's kind of fun. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Okay, I think all these various beliefs that people have about things that need to align in some way are just not very helpful. Like, what's the point of having a belief like that? It just causes trouble, is what it does. It can do. It can like, do. Well, I mean, when you think about it, a number <laughs> of, I don't know, what people call beliefs yeah. are not very helpful. Like well, they're just they're just I not. Wouldn't, I wouldn't dis- dismiss them all as not very helpful. I'm I would just kind of like <laughs> just like what are you supposed to do with this belief? Well, you don't have to believe it's it. It's like believing uh, that the earth is flat. It takes an enormous amount of energy to have this belief because you have to the argue earth, with people about it. Believing the earth is round takes a lot of energy no, as well. No, it takes none. Well, I, for you it, it doesn't. None, for me it doesn't. But for some people who believe in the flat earth, it takes them well, a I guess, lot of effort. You know, here's my thing. <laughs> Here's, here's my belief, for lack of a better word. I think having really active beliefs, like things uh, that you have to think about constantly, is not a good use of your time. What? Yeah. There, I went ahead and said it. So you don't think that people should have any People shouldn't have any belief at all that Not that obsesses them, that requires that they have to like fortify it constantly. Well, then you should no. not talk to anybody who's making any laws, right? Well, that wouldn't so much be a belief. Oh, really? They don't have to make. They don't have to have any beliefs to make a law. They don't have to have any values. I guess what I'm talking about is um, beliefs that kind of are, exist in the face of no evidence whatsoever. That's well, what, that's well, what I mean by belief. I'm talking about the kind who? of things that require faith. You know, determined and everybody loves who? these because you know, if if you knew it for a fact, then you wouldn't need faith. And I'm like, well, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't. And therefore, you wouldn't have to spend all this energy. Yeah, but but who who determines whether that's faith things. or whether that's concrete or not? Well, we can get into that later. I mean, that's that's we uh, could go on and on about that. We could, and that's actually like I said, I'm not sure that it's an ironclad rule of mine, but I just think I think I it's a know. it's a good it's a good I'm not idea. Even sure. How did we get off? On I don't this? know. I don't remember. <laughs> There's something. But um, back to the kind of general question here: How does Jesus help us understand Amos and his message here? And how did Amos point to Jesus inside here as well? I think that's actually pretty important. Mm. Um, I look. I think that I think that the thing, the the message of Amos, ultimately, where he comes back to them, he says, "Look, you you lost your way. Uh, you should have been this kind of people if you were following God. This is what you should be." And there is this promise right at the end here, and I think this is what Jesus is trying to say as well all the time to us that there is a better way to live. There is a better way to to be, and th- this is why this shepherd is 
is roaring in a way that it's, it's a very difficult message to hear because nobody wants to hear a message that's this uncomfortable, this confrontational, this, this uh, and he, Amos, didn't want to have to deliver this himself either. And I think that uh, there is so many nuances and so many little messages inside here about God saying, look, I will say this, but if you if you do this, they're conditional, I will change and I will do this instead. And I think that shows so much about how God wants to work with us and has tried in so many ways and will continue to do so with us in society at large. So I think that actually, for me, is a, is a book of actually hope and restoration and a book of actually bringing us to the promise of hope uh, for the future as well. I'm glad that you felt that way about it. I did, I did. Genuinely. I did. Good. All right, let me repeat the question one more time. Um, how did Amos point to Jesus? How does Jesus help us understand Amos and his message? Think about that. Talk with your friends about it. And uh, live love and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love. Mm-hmm.